Hi, I'm Mark. And I'm Mary. And welcome to our foster parenting experience. Welcome back. Hey, thanks. <laughs> Thought I'd start this time. Ah, good, good change of pace. And I know we say this every time, but we've been we've a been little busy. busy. Yeah, <laughs> for real, for real. We're always busy. Everybody's busy, but. Well, what's been happening with real estate? Uh, this, the, the deal that will not end, but hopefully tomorrow it's going to settlement and should be done. It'll be a big weight off my shoulders. And then we are both involved in a church plant, which has been really exciting for us, but is also rapidly turning into a lot of work. Yeah, it was promised to be time consuming and so far, not too much for me, but you've been involved in some of the financial stuff and takes up a fair amount of time. Yeah. So yeah, they've delivered on that promise that it was going to be involved, um, but we're super excited about it. It's awesome. Yeah, we're excited. Um, Do we sound excited? <laughs> <laughs> Do we sound tired and worn out? <laughs> I'm so excited about this church plan. <laughs> we really are excited. Um, and then... I thought we might podcast over the weekend, and then I get a call from our pastor at our current church, from which we are planning, telling me that our worship leader is out unexpectedly. He had severe abdominal pain and ended up getting an appendectomy Saturday night, and so could I fill in as worship leader? So he couldn't leader? make it to church, so. <laughs> um, so he asked me to fill in as worship leader, which is something I've, I've done before. I used to play with the worship band regularly, but it just kind of... Uh, throw our weekend off because I needed to pick out a set list and uh, get there early to set up, practice, etc. So, yeah, it's just been really, really busy. Yeah. Let's start off with updates. Yeah, I think last podcast we were excited about Leland's visits. He was seeing his mom and the visits with his dad were pretty new. They just kind of started. He had one great visit. And then we missed one because his dad had the wrong time. And then what happened, honey? Well, we were, I think on last podcast, we were telling you he was supposed to see mom and dad separately that coming Friday. Yeah, but like back to back separately. Right. Yeah, yeah. And uh, like the next day, like right after we posted the podcast, we get a phone call saying dad's visit has been canceled. Yeah, his visits with his dad were kind of canceled somewhat indefinitely. Um, so he's not going to have those for a while. Yeah. And we're, we're pretty bummed about that development. Yeah, they started out so great. And then obviously it was, well, they won. Won. But he seemed so enthusiastic. We were just really excited yeah, about we the direction it was heading. Um, and not, it's not necessarily not heading that direction, but for mm -hmm. a while there won't be visits. And so we'll see. Uh, he, Leland did get the visit with his mom, another monitored visit where you drop him off and... Mm -hmm. uh, his social worker monitors the visit um, and those visits are going to continue every two weeks as they have been as far as we can tell right now yeah if they I mean things could change and they could increase in frequency or time a little bit um, but as of now there's no no change in sight really I don't know I'm always ready for things to change fast because I feel like that's kind of the expectation in foster care but so far just Kind of the status quo. Yeah, which we've, we're really thankful for um, because it hasn't been maybe quite as dramatic at times as we thought it, it might be. Um, and certainly there's certain things that 
we haven't disclosed on this podcast and stuff, so maybe it's been a little bit more dramatic for us, but... Yeah, I wouldn't say it's felt totally undramatic, but I think it could be worse. I think I think it will be worse. <laughs> At some point in time, it probably will get, yeah, more exciting. Part of it is, for those of you new to our podcast, <laughs> no, everyone's new to our podcast, Leland has been in care three months, which is relatively short in foster world. Um, so a lot of, you know, what we are calling drama <laughs> happening at this point, not that it doesn't have an impact, but we're not near decision-making times. And so it's kind of just seeing how it's going to go, like feeling out how mom and dad are doing and how this is going to, you know, how are they going to comply? And, um, so at this point it doesn't, you know, since decisions are not being made, it's not one way or the other. I think we get we kind of we have a bigger court date like at the end of the year, beginning of January. So, but until then, it's it seems unlikely anything's going to change. And you know, people have been asking us, you know, well, what's going to happen? How are you guys feeling and stuff? And I mean, it's hard for us not to speculate about oh, where things are going. It's impossible not to speculate, but but I mean, there's so many different possibilities. It's really endless. About. Would you like to hear us speculate for an hour <laughs> of all the different scenarios that run through my head? Because we've done it. We've done it multiple times. But uh, we realize, one, like we said, the possibilities are endless. And two, the possibilities don't change our day to day. And they also don't impact, hopefully at all, how we're treating Leland. Or like how we're I mean, attaching to him or are attached to him. It doesn't change if we found out that he's going to you know, go somewhere else in a week or a month. I mean, it, it would change as far as trying to develop a bond for him with that person. But, I mean, he's one, so yeah. there's only so much we can do as far as, like, you know, we do show him a picture that we have of his family and stuff, but I don't really know how much he gets. Yeah. So Mostly he likes to look at himself in the mirror. Is pretty much his favorite. <laughs> Uh, yesterday, remember I told you when I picked him up and we were looking in the mirror, he waved to himself, which I thought yeah. was hilarious. And he loves himself. Yeah. All babies. <laughs> they love it. It's so cute. Um, so that's pretty much it for updates right now. Uh, we wanted to talk about WIC a little bit. Yeah. Well, WIC is something called, it's a program for women, infants, and children. And in our state, Pennsylvania, it is part of our stipend for foster care. You get a daily stipend, but then WIC is considered part of your stipend. So it follows the foster child, not the foster family. So we would only get it when we have a child, I guess. I think all foster kids qualify for it. It's kind of automatic, like their health care is automatic and right. WIC. So we just got this set up a couple weeks ago. So I've been to the grocery store twice now with these WIC checks, which is a little bit awkward. I've never used them before. And um, it is surprisingly complicated. It comes with like a booklet with pictures of the exact foods that you can get. Only it's like for every grocery store in Pennsylvania. And so a lot of the pictures aren't of stuff that our store has. So here I'm like trying to thumb through the booklet and like make sure <laughs> the bread that I'm getting is the one that there's a picture of. Well, twice now, both times that I've used the checks, I've gone to the checkout and I have one of the wrong items. One time it was bread, one time it was juice. And, you know, they say, like, 
wick check aisle six. <laughs> Lady doesn't know how to use her wick check. <laughs> so I'm like turning red and, you know, just feeling a little bit awkward about it. And so this most recent time, I, I didn't have any of the kids with me. Uh, maybe I had, I think I had Ethan with me, actually. He's in like the car cart down in the uh, yeah bottom there. And while I was waiting for like the batter to go find the correct juice or whatever it was that After I'd you've done been wrong. Singled out in front of the whole store. Yeah, and I was grocery shopping on a Sunday afternoon, which I don't know why. Sunday is the worst. We rarely go Sundays. It is so crowded. So there's like ten people behind me and Molly like <laughs> laughing awkwardly. Oh, I did my wick wrong. Like, oh, it was terrible. But anyways, the bag worker, you know, gets back with the juice. But in the meantime I'd kind of made little bit of conversation with the cashier we're standing like a foot from each other's faces just waiting and um i said you know sorry i did it wrong my husband and i just became foster parents and i'm i'm still learning like what the right things are to get and he didn't really say anything he just said okay like no no comment and you know i get all checked out and then right as like i guess i was paying and walking away he just said kind of quietly he said well, congratulations on be- becoming a parent. And I just thought it was such a nice way to to congratulate a foster parent because he didn't know whether Ethan was, you know, a biological child or a foster child or mm-hmm. you know, he didn't know his status. And so I'm glad that he didn't say like, hey, is that your foster kid or, you know, right. anything awkward. And he didn't say like, congratulations, you have a foster child or something just because it's not congratulations. It's actually terribly sad that mm-hmm. that there are foster kids i i mean right we think that it's yeah we've talked about that before yeah, in the podcast it's, it's kind of awkward to say congratulations because these are some pretty traumatic events that the kids have come into care as a result of but i thought it was a really nice way just for him to say congratulations on becoming a parent and so go check out guy number six you right. did a great <laughs> job and you made your day yeah. yes that was good well, let's see. In other news, we went to our first foster parenting event. <laughs> our, I guess there's like a local foster parents association through our county or agency or whatever. And they have a couple times a year, they have gatherings, get togethers. This was our first. Yeah. So we were excited about this. It was at a farm and they were doing like hot dogs on the grill and there was going to be a hayride. And we thought, Hey, that sounds great. This hopefully, is my we'll, kind of thing. Yeah, hopefully we'll see some people, you know, maybe from our training class and stuff. Uh, and we did. Which we did. That's great. Um, and you know what? It was another good reminder, kind of going back to the thankful for the status quo, if you will, or whatever, just talking with her a little bit. It just sounded like... Her being a kinship foster parent mm-hmm. from our classes. Yeah. She was just... It just sounds like it's it's been tough. It's continued mm-hmm. to be a tough road. I don't want to say any more because that's her story. It's not ours to share, but it definitely sounds like maybe she's having a little bit of a tougher time with things. And um, yeah, my heart really went out to her. Um, and uh, conversely, it was, it was a good reminder of how relatively smooth things have been. If you can use the word smooth in foster parent, which I don't think you can. <laughs> or parenting for that matter. But, but relative relative given the situation yeah yeah so uh dinner was nice uneventful yeah, the kids did great kids. like we said it was a farm so it was very like they just yeah played and there were obviously lots of kids there so. mm-hmm. and then they start 
gathering everyone together for the hayride. It kind of right as it started to get dark. Like, really dark. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, so, we we get on the tractor, and after Ezra we had We got a, on, like, the... We did tractor. We got on, like, well, the... the trailer. Trailer, okay. And after Ezra... Remember that interaction Ezra had with the... Yeah, Ezra had, like, a full-on conversation with the driver <laughs> while everyone waited for him <laughs> to finish. Which takes a long time because he's two and... He stutters. He stutters trying to find the right words. In a words. cute way. Yeah. Um, that, it was hilarious, but it would... To try to reenact it would do it He no was justice. telling the driver that he was not going to fall out because the driver had said, you know, stay seated. And so he was explaining to the driver exactly that he would he was not planning on falling out of the tractor because he because the tractor driver shut the gate. Yeah, but it took about three minutes to tell him that, and it was hilarious. <laughs> um. So, but then we start out on this hayride. Now, it got dark rapidly. Did you know that the tractors don't have headlights? Well, this tractor <laughs> did have headlights, but he never turned them on. Yeah, so. we're not really sure why, but. It definitely was really dark the whole time. And, <laughs> and really long. Yeah, now a typical hayride. What, like 10 minutes, 20 yeah. minutes? You know, maybe maybe the blame is on us for not asking how long this hayride was going to be before we got on the trailer. But keep in mind, we live in a suburb of Philadelphia. Meaning, there's not a whole lot of open space. Urban sprawl has pretty much eaten up all of our farmland. So I thought, shoot, how big could this be? There's track neighborhoods as far as, you know, every direction. Well, it turned out you got to talk to the farmer who yeah. owned the place. How big was the farm, 700 honey? acres. <laughs> 700 acres. And I believe we went over most of those. I don't know, but this hayride was literally 45 minutes long, which... <laughs> I think some of the older kids were loving it, but Leland, after about two minutes, was flopping all around. Yeah. Have we mentioned our kids don't sit? No. Um, Ethan was great. uh, Well, Ethan was really into it for a while, and then the darker it got, the more scared he got. Yeah, he didn't want to go. And he then, was really he, tired. And then he wanted to get, yeah, he wanted to get out and go home. And it was like, Bud, I, I have no idea where we are. Probably on the set of the Blair Witch movie because we are so back in the woods. <laughs> it went on and on. Oh, it was so dark. And honey, did we mention that this farm does haunted hay rides leading up to Halloween, <laughs> yeah. and that they were getting set up? Yeah. So, um, how would we describe that? We're going around in the dark. And then we finally get to an area that was lit a little bit. Yeah, I guess we were kind of near some houses at that point. Uh, I don't, I don't remember exactly, but it was either side of the tractor, and there were what appeared to be mangled body parts. It was like a field of anatomically correct mannequins covered with fake blood. Yes, which the farmer proudly told me, like what what store they got the mannequins. From what store they got the mannequins. Well, and... I'm trying to, like, grab <laughs> Ethan and Ezra's eyes and, like, you know, slam their heads into my chest so they can't see. And But, you know, they, they, of course they did see. And they're trying to ask me, like, Dada, what yeah. what was that? What There's are they doing like there? a field of <laughs> bloody body parts at dusk to make foster kids feel, you know, secure. So it was... It was... <laughs> Oh, and then Ethan, Awkward. Ethan got upset, too. Remember when we got stuck in the mud for a little bit? Oh, yeah, we couldn't we get up that hill. stuck. <laughs> if you haven't been watching the news, we've had some poor weather on the East Coast with hurricanes and such. So 
uh, yeah, a lot of the like creeks that we went over were really washed out. We did kind of get stuck and... for a few, just for a few minutes. They they figured Ooh. it out, but um, yeah, that was I a hayride for the ages. I would have been happy to go like three blocks around the lake. Well, we just thought field. we were gonna yeah, just do a nice little Make square, a circle, mm-hmm. then let the kids roast marshmallows. Like, no, not the case. They when they do a hayride, they do a hayride. Yes. So the older kids probably loved it. Our kids were a little. I mean, minus the body parts, but right. Our kids were. <laughs> it was a little long, but we're still really glad we went, and we love that there are events. For, mm-hmm. for foster parents to connect to one another and for the kids to get together. Hopefully our foster kids will appreciate that a little bit more as they get older and have other kids to go, you know, visit who are in the same situation as they are. Right. Okay, well, that's it. Wrapping it up earlier tonight. Okay. We welcome your thoughts, your comments, and your feedback. Please visit our blog at ourfosterparentingexperience.wordpress.com. And check back regularly for more updates.